What's up, everybody? It's episode seven of the All the Best Things podcast. Today we have my lovely, wonderful wife, Kendall. Hello. Kendall is not only a wonderful wife, she's the chef. She's now a uh, quarantine hairstylist, um, <laughs> a dog mom, but most importantly, a PTA, a physical therapist assistant is her yes. full-time career. So diving right into things, tell us what are the responsibilities of a PTA? Uh, well, hello, first of all. Um, yes, I'm a physical therapist assistant. I've now been a PTA for going on two years. Um, and very generally speaking, um, kind of the basis of my job is working under, um, kind of the supervision and the, uh, plan of care set by a physical therapist, um, kind of think of it as the relationship of a doctor and their PA or physician's assistant. Um, it's a pretty simple way to kind of look at it, how I work with the PT. Um, my kind of in my practice, I should say, um, in my outpatient clinic that I work at, um, I mostly see um, kind of your elderly geriatric population, but that can really range from anything from those who have ACL repairs, shoulder repairs, or just back injuries. Nice. Um, so yeah, she's the brains of the operation as well obviously <laughs> um so first question i guess i have is in these i guess ever-changing times uh with corona virus and such what is uh a patient's option if maybe they were scheduled to have like an elective surgery and with like surgeons not doing elective surgeries, mostly just sure. prioritizing emergencies, what what is something someone could do? Um, first and foremost, I mean, if you were on track to have surgery and it was already scheduled and now due to coronavirus has gotten pushed off or canceled, um, hopefully you were already in a PT office kind of working towards that surgery date and prepping for surgery so that afterwards can go a little bit smoother and you're already that uh, much stronger and much more flexible so that afterwards you heal a lot quicker and things are just go a little bit smoother overall. Um, so if you're not doing that, that's my first suggestion um, is to find a PT either through a friend, someone, um, and to get in there as quickly as you can to stay mobile and loose and um, keep pain down until surgeries are really starting to be scheduled again. And really, who knows when that's really going to start. I think we have a couple of surgeons around here who have been very um, fortunate in some surgeries being started again, but it's very, very minimal right now. Yeah. So <clears throat> that leads me, I guess, into my next question. What is the most common referral you guys deal with at your <laughs> particular clinic? Um, it really changes by the season, honestly. Um, but overall, throughout the year, I would say our most common ones are for back pain and neck pain as a whole. I mean, I could dive into specific things, but those just as a very broad area are definitely the most common. 
so anyone with back pain, uh, obviously now you know someone, you have a connection. So uh, most people have back pain. Yeah, myself included, <laughs> even sitting here. So uh, why did you want to get into the physical therapy world? As long as I have known her and we've been together for... I'm going to butcher this. Seven, <laughs> seven years? Yes. She's been uh, in the physical therapy realm. So why, why physical therapy? Um, I, in high school, had gone through a round of physical therapy. Um, I broke my hand. Not going to get into how that happened. But... It's a long story, people. <laughs> so, story for yeah, another time. I had PT myself um, and really liked the just the overall environment and how... Um, the PTs and PTAs kind of connected with their patients um, and just helps people get into like a whole new world of being healthy or out of pain um, or just get back to those activities that they enjoyed. And for me at the time, it was volleyball being in high school. Um, but really, yeah, getting people back to doing what they love to do. Awesome. Uh, let's change the change the mood a little bit here. Loosen things up a little bit. Now we've got you warmed up. <laughs> what are in these crazy times? Everybody's like stuck at home, especially where we live in Idaho. The stay home order extends, I think, through the end of this month. Yeah, it's like a couple weeks left. Ten more right days, nine more days, I guess. As of right now, uh, daily updates, I guess, are coming out. But with that said, what are five things? Give me just a quick list of things that you it's probably similar to mine have taken for granted that now we are, our access has been cut off from. Um, probably the first one is being able to see our families, um, whenever we want to. My parents live in Lewiston. Um, and so does my brother and sister-in-law and just not being able to drive down there on the weekend and go see him really sucks. Um, or even just going, hopping over the border into Spokane and um, seeing your dad mm -hmm. is definitely cut off from doing right now. Um, so that's, yeah, a big bummer. And then going into restaurants, like actually going in and sitting down <laughs> and getting a drink with friends and just being in the restaurant environment and atmosphere, um, I've definitely taken for granted and do miss a lot. So... Yeah, I don't, if, you, if I can jump in for a sec, I don't think uh, we, like, realized how often we met with friends and stuff. Like, it wasn't no. every day, but now that we can't, you're like, holy crap, that sucks. Like, I I'm just sure I just want to go grab a drink. Yeah, I'm sure we're not the only ones in that boat. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty much everyone across the country is having that issue right now. For the small, like, town, and I guess we're, like, really close to other towns, but... For the area, we have a ton of restaurants. And yes. most of the time, we like to support like local restaurants instead of big chains or whatever. So it's crazy that all of these little restaurants now have to rely on like curbside delivery yeah. or phone orders. Which and is definitely not the same. <laughs> there's no... I, it's It would be hard for me to imagine that they're making the same money they were with people inside. But That's probably true. Support your local restaurants, people. Even if you have to pull up to the curb or call in or order online or have it delivered or whatever. Um, continue yes, with your list. It is still important Sorry. to do that. Um, number three, I think what I take for granted um, is sports. Oh my as, God, yes. As a whole. <laughs> 
Um, I was really, really disappointed in not being able to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Hockey is probably my number two next to football and sports, um, or at least um, all the big major sporting events. Um, hey, so but- even just watching it on TV or going to a game, I don't even care if it's like Little League or our neighbors down the street playing a game, just sports in general, not having any of that is... The uh, probably the worst NFL draft is still regularly scheduled. Yeah, it's but... on Zoom. <laughs> I don't do that. So and it's gonna I don't do be fantasy. Uh, it's you gonna know be that. quite the shit show. <laughs> you can um, watch it. If <laughs> I'm not going to watch the NFL draft on somebody's um, Zoom account, that's gonna be awful. Uh, especially 32 yeah. teams trying to figure yeah, all that well, out. I'm out. Um, yeah. Sports is <laughs> sports is wild. If you listened last week, I kind of talked about like the current state of sports and like how I feel about them proposing all these ideas to do like empty stadiums and stuff. And I just don't think it's going to be the same for a while, and that sucks. So true. Um, yeah. So what else is on the list? I think we've gone over three. Three number four. Two more. Um, I would say work is definitely one right now that I'm not really taken for granted, but I'm definitely, um, going to not be upset when we have a full schedule, 10 hour <laughs> days anymore. Um, cause they are long and exhausting and anyone who works those 10, 12 hour shifts knows that if it's packed, it's, it drains you. But with everything that's going on and, um, just patients or people staying home now and not wanting to go out and be in the general public um, or going to some of those appointments um, has put kind of a damper on a lot of businesses and us included. So just having a a nice full work day will be nice again. We'll get there eventually as everyone will, Mm -hmm. hopefully. Um, And then lastly, number five, um, just travel in general. Like I mentioned earlier, um, traveling to see our family, even though they're not that far, we still have to drive a little bit to go see them. Um, but we just recently had pushed back our vacation at the end of June. Um, means as it's probably not going to be totally normal by then. Um, so that's really put a bummer on it. We're supposed to go to Wisconsin and that's not happening until August now, but Hopefully in August, everything is cleared up. Yes. Um, or even just traveling to go watch sports. Yeah. <laughs> or any any travel, really. Vacation, whatever. We live, I don't know, a drive. It's a long drive, but a driving distance or within driving distance of the Seattle Mariners. And every, I think, other year, we try to at least go to like one game or usually something for a weekend just to get out and about. Um, baseball is like my, I guess not my favorite sport, but I really enjoy watching baseball. I've resorted to literally watching last season's games over that, again. That is not a lie. That uh, is accurate. She's obviously vouching for me. Uh, it's mostly games that I haven't seen before, like teams that I would never watch otherwise. Crappy baseball is still better than no baseball, so... Um, yeah, I'm just gonna wait until the <laughs> new season starts. We took a trip in November 
for our anniversary to Florida. Now, we never go anywhere warm when we take <laughs> trips. It's always somewhere freezing ass cold. Or the same climate as what we live in. Or Which is currently. cold like eight <laughs> months a year. But we went to Florida and little did we know that it would be the last vacation we take for a while. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I tried to take a few pictures down there and it was a good trip. And now it's like even better, I think, realizing that we got to do that. Like, what if the coronavirus had started three months earlier than True. it had? Yeah. You know, we would have had to push that back. And A lot of people's vacations got ruined or canceled yeah, due there's, to this. Nah. Yeah. So, like, as far as sports, I guess sports is like my whole life, so I keep going back <laughs> to it. But uh, it kind of sucks. And we'll jump into this in just a second here. But it kind of sucks for, like... Uh, winter sports like basketball players and stuff if they were seniors and even high school kids like basketball season got cut off or i know washington schools idaho is a little accelerated a little ahead um as far as timing but like those kids don't even get to graduate really like they get their diploma but they don't get to experience the whole like graduation and and all that stuff so that kind of sucks but um yeah like college basketball players march madness was coming up and they couldn't mm -hmm. couldn't finish that season i mean even the olympics all the olympics athletes. getting pushed back i mean if anyone knows i don't know firsthand but if anyone knows how crazy intense you have to train for the olympics and then to just have them push back a year that that would be pretty like mentally challenging as well as physically mm -hmm. so so that leads me into maybe the final question here uh, we'll see how much time we have, but what is your opinion, Kendall, and listeners out there, about sports with no fans? They've proposed baseball games, like all 30 teams in one stadium, quarantined with no fans. What about, like, football? Who knows if this is going to be done by September. Football um... with no fans. I mean, it really blows to have a sporting event with no actual people in the stadium, no one cheering and just the roar of the crowds. Um, but if they do start sporting events with no people in the stands, I really hope that they have like uh, a soundtrack of the audience <laughs> cheering uh, like or booing. Like a home yeah, field advantage pretty much. For, for nothing. Yes, just for some noise or to pretend that there's some people in the stand so it's a little more normal for them because i'm sure it's a mindset thing when <laughs> yeah. you know you're getting into your rival stadium it's gonna be loud you've prepped for it and now it's gonna be dead silent that's gonna be hard and it's gonna be yeah. awkward for us to watch at home it's too. gonna be super awkward at home if anyone's watched any of the like uh i don't even remember what they call it like iRacing nascar that stuff's pretty difficult to watch. <laughs> it's people playing video games on TV. I mean, nothing really... nothing against video games. And I actually like NASCAR too. But it's not anywhere near the same as an actual race or an actual like... Could you imagine if someone hit a home run in an empty stadium? <laughs> like all you I mean, hear is the, the like... clunk of the bat and then one guy like cheering while he's running yeah. around the bases. It'd kind of be like watching golf during a baseball game. They've said the Masters is going to be in November, no matter what. I, 
that golf That's course is probably going to be ugly in November. But, but golf is quiet pretty much no matter what until like the 18th hole. So. That's true. If you guys it's, haven't found out already, it's be weird. Uh, we obviously watch a lot of sports in this household, <laughs> so that's why it's one of the main talking points. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap this up today? No, I think we hit all the main points that I was planning on talking about. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually, uh, I guess, impressive on my behalf that I actually got her to agree to this. She's not normally a very, like, outgoing person. Uh, She is definitely the most selfless person. I know she doesn't want it to be, like, about her and all, you know, all the eyes and ears and everything on her. But I do appreciate her being the first guest on the podcast. Uh, And, yeah, just, you guys, if you want to listen to this, you know, it's on Spotify and Anchor. Um... Make sure to keep checking in on the Instagram stories if you follow me there for live workout updates. And then finally, you can join the email list to get recipes and workouts and such sent to you um, by following me at uh, bstfitness365.com. Otherwise, I think that's all we've got for you. Until next time. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Peace.